Hello and welcome to another episode of the Two Bros Podcast. We are Two Bros. This is the Two Bros Podcast, and for the first time in a very long time, we have an in-house guest. Suchi, welcome to the show. How do you feel? I feel super elated. We have been planning this for a very long time, and we're finally doing this. And I'm super, super elated. We are, we are finally doing this, uh, and this is a bit of an experimental audio setup. So please, uh, audience, bear with us. We are, uh, ex- you know, we're exploring and we're finding out if it works or doesn't work. We'll, we'll figure it out as we as we go. But Suchi, we've been talking about this episode for a very, very long time, and this is this started because. Uh, you and I, we live in the same society and we started exchanging recipes, <laughs> right? And the conclusion we came to was that cooking is the world's biggest scam. It, <laughs> that, that's what we've been uh, told all our lives by our uh, parents or whoever, that yeah. cooking is such a big deal that yeah. it takes so much effort and time. But basically, since we've been doing it, we live by ourselves, we have jobs and whatever, live by ourselves, and we've been handling it. So we've discovered that cooking is a scam. What do you say to that? I think uh, people say cooking is a scam because the way we've been conditioned, okay, we've just seen, uh, you know, the the motherly figures in our houses doing the basic cooking work, right? My mother always, on the other hand, always taught us that, listen, cooking is not a a woman thing or a man thing to do. It's survival. Mm -hmm. So everybody and anybody should know how to cook. And I think the way I have been enabled with cooking is that my mom taught me the science behind cooking. And today I cook better than my mom. Sorry, mom. <laughs> I, but I agree. You, I agree. You've eaten her food, right? Yes, yes, you know that, right? So I, I think it's because also I like cooking one. Second, I, I, I you just use a lot of things which is there in the kitchen, mm-hmm. right? You don't always have to have to get the recipe which is on the book. You can always mix match, do things on your own. Uh, make things as per your taste buds it's not a scam it's not time consuming I work I go to work I still cook my own meals uh, so I don't think it's a scam I don't think it's time consuming it's it's about how you basically just you know um, I mean it's about multitasking at the same time right uh, it doesn't take a lot of effort it's just that you have to be smarter the way you cook no I think uh, people have a whole list of reasons why they don't cook okay I've, I mean, I've heard every single excuse from the, I mean, under the stars, but you agree, it's a survival thing. And uh, barring, let's say, I mean, case in point, the pandemic of such a revelation where people couldn't order food, people couldn't have stuff delivered to them. And they suddenly were like, oh, now what do we do? And that's when the panic set in, the hoarding set in, and people were, I don't know what people were doing because I missed all the lockdowns I was sailing. But... I've heard things, everything from it's too much It's too much effort, number one, it's time consuming, I don't know how, who do I ask, and to the very, very bizarre, like, I hate doing dishes, so I'm not going to cook. Like, I've heard, and the biggest one, I would say the, the biggest complaint people have is I don't have time. Yeah. Now, you have a corporate job, you've had a corporate job for forever, forever, <laughs> but you've managed, to, you managed to do it. So is it impossible to have a job and do your own cooking as well? No, people in the West do it all the time, mm-hmm. right? And I think when I was living in Bombay, the the, the cooks there were making shitty food. Mm-hmm. They would literally put kadi patta in everything. And being the Punjabi soul that I am, um, I really cannot handle kadi patta in everything, except it's for South Indian and other food. So I have been doing cooking when I was staying in Bombay. I have been cooking when I moved here all by myself. It's not. It's not that difficult. It's actually pretty simple. Uh, sometimes when I know I have to go to work, I just make something as simple as a as a rice bowl from a, probably in the morning. Or sometimes I cook in the morning, sometimes I keep my meal ready a previous night. 
um, also like you know you need to have those utensils mm-hmm. you know like a cooker okay it's life saving dude i sometimes boil my potatoes in a microwave mm-hmm. you know so it's about getting those hacks okay come on we're smart uh, in during our times when our mothers were there uh or mothers were cooking technology was not that advanced right you were not having a microwave in each house you did not have great mixies or or probably hand blenders right but in today's world we have technology at our disposal it is so bloody easy to make meals we have air fryers we have what not i mean i still use my gas the most mm-hmm. um and trust me i make fancy as meals um not like i don't so every sunday for me is a fancy meal but yeah I mean you you make a good point where uh the skill back then was more yeah. word of mouth it was more uh, let's say hands on you were shown how to do it yeah now we've come to a point where i i strongly believe that if you don't know something that's on you because the information is available yeah. everywhere yeah. youtube is one where people will literally show you how things are done they're teaching like right now i'm studying my textbook is open in front of me i'm studying fluid mechanics from youtube it's there it's easy yeah. right so and this i'll i'll just uh, go into a bit of a story this was way back in uh, 2017 when i had moved in with my brother we were living in uh, that place over there uh, and we were always ordering in every yeah. night and it was it was fine to a point but then here's the thing about uh, food from the outside it, it's heavy it's unhealthy i was feeling uneasy the whole time and this i remember this one day when bro was off to uh, office i was home alone and i'm like let me see just how hard it is how i mean how hard can it be right there's a shop downstairs i ordered basic stuff i opened google how do you make dal simple lentils for our non hindi speaking audience uh and i opened it up and i was like okay this looks simple enough let's see what happens let's experiment and see just how bad can it be if it's bad i'll i'll throw it out or whatever big deal so i got hold of uh, all the ingredients from the shop downstairs through everything as per the sequence and this is very important you need to follow the sequence uh, as is in the beginning at least you can experiment later and i ended up with a decent dal <laughs> it is not that bad it was all right yes okay i got some things wrong let's say i got my uh, salt wrong i got some uh, masala wrong whatever but it was cooked and it did not have the potential to kill me so i could survive <laughs> i could survive on that dal <laughs> Well, I, I sort of agree to you. I mean, like, come on, I've burned food myself. Mm-hmm. Okay, when I was getting a hand on of it, or uh, there were some things my mother never really used to cook for us, like something called as Maggie. Oh yeah. Yeah, she would never cook that shit for me, cause she'd be like, "Listen, I'm not giving you this unhealthy stuff." My mum, I still make soup in winters. Mm-hmm. I make this amazing, amazing tomato soup every day. Um, trust me, it's not that tough. Okay, even. a higher amount of salt it's fixable mm. everything in food see food is science okay that's what people don't understand you really don't have to get everything right it is not it's it's not rocket science it's not a machine mm-hmm. that you know if you lose a part uh, that will not work or it will kill you it's not a machine it's actually science it's it's like poetry it's wow. it's yeah it is you know it's it's as it's as beautiful as poetry you know mm. you I don't know like my boyfriend says this most of the time okay that um when I think when we started like you know initially like when I used to cook for him he's like no there's something missing there's something missing and that's when I started realizing that you know I think you need to take criticism well mm-hmm. and that's when I started doing things in a better way and uh, I started looking at basic things so I use a lot of kasuri methi it's one of the ingredients 
uh, I would use it as a garnish. Mm-hmm. And then later I started putting it in the oil. It doesn't burn. Nothing burns. That's the point. And that's when the whole flavor sort of comes in the whole food. So you got to understand what goes well with what. Okay. It's not necessarily important that you use garlic in everything. It's not necessarily important that you use ginger in everything. Um, paneer for that example. Mm-hmm. It's not necessarily important that you always use garlic in your paneer. Uh, something as simple as a mutter paneer. You don't have to use garlic in it, right? Um, I make my potatoes uh, without garlic and uh, you know ginger. So it's not necessarily important that everything has to be in a certain way. There are some those ingredients that are used in everything. No, I don't even use red chilies for that matter. So see, the point is that you need to understand what's the oil you're using, mm-hmm. right? What's the heating temperature of that oil? Uh, how is it going to benefit you? You're looking at ingredients. Like I don't use uh, outside masalas a lot. I use rock salt. I grind my own garam masala. And trust me, it's not that difficult. Mm-hmm. Once you start using those own things, which you can do on your own, just get a nice mixy, put in those raw masalas, grind it and keep it in a jar. You can do it on a Sunday. It literally takes like five minutes. Literally takes like five minutes. You're much more healthier. Mm-hmm. You're, you're looking at what you're eating. You, you, you know the amount of oil that's going in your food. It's not that difficult. That's what I'm saying, right? So I don't know. I mean, like I said, you know, my boyfriend keeps on telling me things that, you know, now you've started cooking really good food. You know, it touches my soul. And I think that's one thing with food. Mm. Uh, make it with a good heart, you know. Make it with the fact that, oh, my God, you know, this is one recreational thing that I'm doing to myself. Uh, for me, f- cooking is like therapy. Mm-hmm. For a lot of people, it's therapeutic because once you, you know, do something which you're doing for yourself and you, and you know it's come out really well, there's this sense of accomplishment that you feel after you've cooked that nice meal. Like, you know, you remember the movie Wake Up Sid, right? He was, used to try that egg all the time and you remember he actually took that pan yeah. down to his neighbor to show it to him. There's a sort of self-accomplishment that you feel. You feel that, you know, you are capable of taking care of yourself. And I don't think it's that difficult. For I think lockdown taught me that. The, mm-hmm. I started eating two meals in lockdown. Mm-hmm. My first meal was only eggs and bread. Because it was tough. We had tough jobs, everything. Eggs and bread did not take a lot of time. Mm-hmm. Dinner, I would make something on my own, which was the nicest stuff, whatever it could be. And you might not get it right in the first time. But next time onwards, you always start getting better at it. So I, I don't think it's a big challenge or it's a big task I don't know why it is why is it always like oh you know you should always slow cook things no no you don't have to right you can always put like eight CTs to it and it's still fine Mm -hmm. it'll still taste the same you know it's about consistency it's about you see the food how it is no book can ever explain that to you see I completely agree with that and I am uh, a person who can vouch for your cooking it was (laughs) I remember the Sunday lunch ritual that we have started oh my god my soul was nourished that day. I kid you not. It was it was just out of this world. And it was again, it was ghar ka khana, as they yeah. say, home cooked meal. It was fantastic. One of the things you touched up upon earlier was uh, the utensils. Now, the misconception is you need to buy a whole kitchen to get started. I kid you not. I have one cooker. I have one wok. I have one frying pan. I have an omelette pan and one uh, flat tawa, as they call it. That's it. That's all I have. And then I have some, I have one big microwave bowl where I, after I'm done cooking, I put it there and then that's what I use for heating up stuff. That's it. Then I got spoons and knives and plates and forget, forget, that's it. But that's about it. I don't need 17 cookers and 
that was that's hoarding you you don't need all that stuff you know it's basic and another thing you touched up one was the slow cooking but yes i would say some exotic meals let's say require it but yeah. i would say when we're talking about survival that's where this podcast comes in where you don't need a master's degree in cooking to you know get things around get around a, a fire basically uh, for survival making a simple meal like what my ritual is i make one dal and one vegetable for a week that lasts me a couple of days and then uh, carry on and so forth and so forth so let's get into the nitty gritty let's break it down for our audience and uh, let's talk about some of the things which we need to uh, address if i have to make a vegetable uh, cooked vegetable whatever what do i need to know what do i need to do wow um all you need to know is that what's the sort of vegetable that you want to cook okay mm-hmm. um understand the basic nitty gritties that enhances the taste of the vegetable uh, i'll talk about something as basic as aloo gobhi mm-hmm. uh, cauliflower and aloo mm-hmm. ginger like raw ginger goes really well in it just put in that uh, in the oil so whenever you put spices it's always like something like a ginger or a garlic it's always better to put it in the oil mm-hmm. that's when the oil sort of absorbs the flavor the taste the smell and everything else and that's when the whole oil gets absorbed in the vegetable and um, that's where you basically get all the all the, all the aroma and everything else mm-hmm. and then something as simple as i just use green chilies and salt and haldi that's all i don't use anything else um See, I'm a very healthy person like that. Okay, I I follow that as a lifestyle. So, I feel that you know every vegetable. That's the good thing about vegetarian food. Okay, meat for that matter doesn't have its own taste. Mm-hmm. Vegetables, on on the other hand, have their own taste. The point of cooking is not to kill that taste, mm-hmm. but the point of cooking is to actually retain that taste. Uh, you cannot eat uncooked vegetables, but you also cannot eat overcooked vegetables. Mm-hmm. and you cannot be spoiling the taste of those vegetables with the masalas that you put in it yeah. so it's something very simple it's something very basic i do not use extra masalas mm-hmm. uh for example a lot of people need that khatta pan in their in their sabzi and that's why you use tomatoes mm-hmm. i that's why i don't use amchur in it or something else i like i said i grind my own garam masala i just put a pinch of that all i use is green chili uh salt and um, uh haldi that, that's all i use so that's what i'm saying right it's it's not that tricky when it comes to basically cooking food it's about letting those vegetables retain their own taste in order to give you that flavor in order to have the taste of those vegetables see aloo tastes different potato will taste different cauliflower will taste different broccoli tastes different cabbage tastes different um peas tastes different yeah. right So whenever you're cooking vegetarian food, see it's something different for non-veg lovers, right? Because the meat doesn't have its mm-hmm. own taste. You have to enhance the taste by adding different things to it, herbs, etc., etc. But when it comes to a basic cooking, a vegetarian meal, let the vegetables do the talking. Do not add a lot of extra things to make it. Oh my God, extra good! No, it doesn't become extra good. No. just just let's let's retain from that you know let the vegetables do their own talking and uh, get a basic kadhai mm-hmm. that's all just just get a basic pan uh, and i think there's one thing that a lot of people don't really realize the reusability of food right okay. um so classic example the other day i made some dosas mm. so i made the dosa masala right 
I had little left. I filled that in the panathas, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, well, okay. I just ate panathas of that, mm-hmm. and I had put some grounded peanuts, etc., etc. Tasted yum. <laughs> so I use a, I reuse a lot of food, you know. I just end up reusing everything because I don't like wasting food for starters, mm-hmm. and this. you always cannot get the right proportion of just making for one person That's because true. it's really really difficult you know you cannot cut one aloo you cannot cut like two pieces of cauliflower you cannot cut two bindis right uh, because that's like really really difficult so whenever you have something like that just reuse it mm-hmm. just just you know just see whatever is there in your fridge just try to recreate with whatever you have i sometimes put a lot of things in my sandwiches and make a sandwich out of it uh I sometimes have these this this other day I was making rajma and there were some kidney beans which were boiled left in the fridge I quickly made some rice mm-hmm. um I just added a little more water so that it becomes sticky added some mustard sauce in it added some sausages added scrambled eggs in it sausages added, with rajma dude it became like a mexican meal oh, okay because you know that's the most important ingredient in a mexican meal mm-hmm. uh it was boiled rajma so I just put all of that in a pressure cooker mm-hmm. uh topped it up with some sausages with some eggs put some mustard oil mixed it all together and it was yum it's in fact there on my instagram story as well in one of my highlights which okay. i have is inner chef mm-hmm. but this one saying right it tasted yum like you know and i think we as indians you know our palate for trying food or tasting food like a lot of my fr- i love assamese food okay okay and what is what is assamese food um, So okay this one good thing about assamese okay they do not use a lot of masalas they let the taste retain mm-hmm. you know all they use is green chilies all they use is salt because they say that everything has their own taste i have a big palate for every food i love bengali food i love assamese food i love the hardcore maharashtrian food um of course i'm a punjabi i love that food i love mexican food I think my whole idea of trying different food is that I need to taste everything. I need to increase my palate on how everything tastes because hey, ingredients are the same. Yeah. Everybody is using the same ingredients. They're just cooking it differently. So why can't we? Why can't we just adapt our own taste, make our own taste? It is we don't have to go by what our mother tells us or what our grandmother have told us no this is the way you have to cook you have to slow cook it i get it you got to slow cook mutton okay mm-hmm. you got to slow cook a lot of other things but if you want to have those fancy meals just order then yeah i i mean i still make mutton at home though mm-hmm. right i still do but i'm just saying like i don't make galotti kebabs at home i don't make seek kebabs at home <laughs> i know a lot of people who do that too but okay. you don't have to do all of that this is about survival this is about enjoying palates you know having that taste and still having a healthy meal at home i i mean some fascinating points there and uh, one of the things i struggle with is uh, quantity again because i live alone and here's the thing you you can't even order uh, two tomatoes yeah. on any of these deliver- you have to order like 250 grams or 500 yeah. grams and it's a lot you know it becomes a lot uh the other thing with with vegetables i've realized the science behind it and i realized how to go about it okay uh let's assume this is one uh, vegetable where you have to use uh, onions and uh, tomatoes or whatever so you begin with throwing in some uh, oil in a pan uh, throw in some diced uh, onions and by the way we'll, we're going to talk about time management as well and i i know one of the things people have is it takes forever to chop vegetables get a vegetable chopper i know 1200 bucks 
will save you so much time like here's what i do you take an onion slice into four quarters throw it in there press a button and voila you got diced onions right there that's it the technology is there if you hate making dough you know atta you want you, you know don't want to get your hands in there get a freaking uh, atta maker <laughs> you put in the atta you put in the water and you turn a handle there's a mechanical and there's a motorized one as well there's a rice cooker available that it's all there and it's cheap right you don't need uh, to get your hands in there and do everything mechanically because it's 2023 now i mean come on get with the program so you dice your onions throw it in there you have to saute them till they get brown you have to you have to ensure that and here's the thing with vegetables yes they're raw they're crunchy when you uh, when you when you dice them you have to keep it in the flame uh, in the in the wok till they get soft and as the vegetable cooks it's going to release water it's basically going to cook itself and then all you got to do is keep it covered with a lid let it cook uh keep checking every 5 10 minutes and then your vegetables ready and that's it and then you all you need to do is stuff like your salt your pepper your whatever else you want to garnish on top and a very good point you made about the indian palate i have sailed on some ridiculous ships where <laughs> there was terrible food uh one ship last year was a danish ship and danish cuisine is basically or basically most of european cuisine is just uh, some kind of meat some potatoes and some steamed vegetables and it's flavorless nothing nothing good about it and in india okay in india when we say non veg we generally mean uh, chicken that's just how it is but there it's beef and it's oxtail and it's freaking salmon and i'm like i don't want to put that stuff in my mouth anyway another good thing you mentioned uh, pre prepared meals mtr get if you don't feel like cooking get yourself a pre prepared meal that's it it's so simple All right, so Gina, we're going to talk about some basic recipes. Like, yeah. I would say my signature dish is capsicum paneer. I think I nail it every single time. I nail it. It's so good. Like when I go home, my mom says, "Okay, can you make capsicum paneer the way you make it because it's flawless." What is your signature dish? Which something which uh, a person who's a total noob can make in his or her kitchen uh, with basic stuff. What is what is something uh, on those lines? Mm. Um, I don't know. I have a lot of. uh recipes like that um i don't know i ajun you tell me what's my signature Yo, dish aloo puri oh yeah that too and my matar paneer too and oh yes okay so my aloo puri i i do the most basic thing with my aloo mm-hmm. okay i just boil my potatoes in the microwave mm-hmm. just use a, a a bag or just put the potato just like that uh just make some holes in the potatoes and put in the microwave for like 10 odd minutes mm-hmm. uh the thing is that you got to like mm-hmm. check mm-hmm. on whether it's cooked or not uh mm-hmm. just like go and check like whenever just do it just open the microwave just poke it with a knife or whatever and you'll see if it's cooked or not right mm-hmm. get them out um just peel them smash them uh mm-hmm. cut a lot of tomatoes cut some ginger uh so what i do is i use a lot of kasuri methi you know okay listen this is one good thing that's given to us by uh humanity mm-hmm. okay kasuri Or methi our mother nature you <laughs> kasuri methi just literally i use kasuri methi in a lot of things and oh my god wait what is a kasuri methi um, i have no idea what okay it? so it's it's you get it easily available everywhere mm-hmm. just just i don't know what to call it in english but it's it is what Uh, fenugreek fenugreek yeah yeah, yeah. 
बट कसूरी मेथी आई रियली डोंट नो वॉट इज कॉल्ड बट इट्स समथिंग विच इज यूज टू इनहेंस द फ्लेवर सो पाउडर इट्स नॉट अ पाउडर इट्स लाइक ड्राइड लीव्स ओके सो आई जस्ट क्रश दैम एंड हीज द ट्रिक लॉट ऑफ पीपल यूज कसूरी मेथी एज गार्निशिंग विच इज रियली रियली स्टूपिड यू डोंट यूज कसूरी मेथी एज गार्निशिंग ब्रो आई यूज टू डू दैट ओल एंड ट्रस्ट मी द फूड नेवर टेस्ट द सेम I put kasuri methi in the oil. Okay. Right. Heat up some oil, and here's one thing: I use mustard oil mm-hmm. perpetually for my food for a simple reason that mustard oil the heating temperature is really really high. Mm-hmm. That's when the vegetables or the soup. That's this is the thing, right? You need to understand what's the oil you're using. You mm-hmm. cannot cook food in olive oil. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. This whole facade of getting healthier, etc., etc., etc. It's just a facade. It's just like. we're just being sold commodities and nutritionist because everybody is get out there getting fat because they're bloody binging on burgers and fries everywhere outside right when we were younger were we fat no because we never munched on outside food that's the whole thing right so i use mustard oil because the heating temperature is really high so if you use an oil where the heating temperature is high your cook your food will cook better mm. it will never get burnt because once the oil starts burning your food will never taste the same right so i use mustard oil i heat it up so that the smell goes even after heating up the mustard oil for the smell to go it still cooks really good mm-hmm. i put some kasuri methi in that mustard oil i dash some ginger um i a lot of people use jeera i don't like jeera in my food mm-hmm. i don't like i feel like it's mosquitoes like traveling cumin, cumin for our non cumin for our non hindi audience i feel like they're like small mosquitoes on my food i'm sorry yeah. i'm just a little yeah. weird like that okay so you don't really need jeera and everything uh cumin seeds mm-hmm. for that matter i just put some ginger see if it's a little cooked i heat i, I see if it's cooked like 2 3 minutes that's all i go in with some tomatoes lot of tomatoes i just put that mm-hmm. put in some tomatoes wait for it to cook soften cover it up for like 10 odd minutes it'll cook really well um yeah that's it just put in your potatoes salt mm-hmm. green chilies um you can put the green chilies in the oil also if you do not want so much chili you can just put some sliced green chilies in the curry for the taste to enhance and put some uh, uh, you know haldi mm-hmm. salt i use rock salt by the way because that's healthier uh salt just cover it up cook it for 2 3 minutes and voila it's done it's done and yeah here's the other thing like this is i i believe this was not uh, something you got right the first time obviously not you tried multiple years and whatever and here's the thing like you can take a recipe off the internet like that day i when i'd made uh, palak paneer they said use four chilies four green chilies and i did and oh <laughs> my god it set me on fire okay it's too much i i don't need that much chili i don't need it yeah. So his here here was my learning experience like when it says four I now realize okay I don't need four I'm just probably going to use just one and that's good enough for me yeah. and again everyone's got their own palate their own preference some people like uh, spicy food in case in point right here uh but yeah it's it's a learning curve you read a recipe of google or whatever there's so many blogs videos you name it there's no dearth of information there anymore this this app starla dalal has an app sanjeev kapoor has an app for teaching food, uh, use cooking your tongue, yeah exactly that's the best thing use your goddamn tongue just like <laughs> just so, taste it when it's so, made <laughs> yeah so follow the recipe uh taste it see what you like see what you want to add and then make that change the next time yeah. right so 
uh, it's simple. Like, uh, so here's my uh, routine. That's what I do. Uh, Monday evenings is when I usually cook. Uh, I make one dal and I make one uh, vegetable, one lentil soup, as uh, Europeans might call it. And and that lasts me till let's say Thursday lunch, Thursday dinner types. That's good enough. Friday is pasta night, and Saturday, Sunday, to take the burden off, I order in. And that's where it is. That's when I order the more complicated stuff. I don't know. I don't make butter chicken at home because I know it takes time. And she, you made butter chicken at home because that you're insane. That was insane butter chicken, by the way. Yeah. You know, it's the most easiest thing on earth. Exactly. I'm. I'm pretty sure one of these days I'm going to do it. Here's the other thing. Like my mom used to make amazing gajar ka halwa. Like uh, what is halwa in English? Um, carrot. Carrot. Uh, um, is there a word for halwa in English? Uh, I guess. I guess you can tell us in the comments, uh, dear audience. We don't know. Yeah. We're ignorant. But I was like, it, it used to, it probably takes hours and hours. But then I read it. It's not that complicated. It's pretty simple. Mm. It can be done. I'm going to attempt it uh, sometime later this week or next week. Let's see how what happens. Yeah. But here's the thing. You got to be willing to experiment. Put yourself out there. See what happens. See what you like. And then move on and move forward. Now, uh, one of the points that we were talking about, Suchi. Uh, one of the things that you just mentioned. How kids are fat these days. Yeah. And uh, it's a it's it's a bigger pandemic. The obesity pandemic is bigger than uh, what COVID was because now what is the number? I believe more people are dying of obesity than malnutrition for the first time yeah. ever. It's ridiculous how that's a thing now. Uh, one of the things we discuss because we are let's say reasonably more active than the average yeah. person our age, uh, and even we don't need to require three meals a day. We don't. We don't. We don't. So if you limit your intake, automatically the amount of time you spend cooking also reduces. What What are your thoughts on that? Give us Give us a little bit. Um. Honestly, you know, um, I completely agree with that idea. See, we've been talking about see the new concept that that's come into picture is intermittent fasting. Mm. But that's been followed in the Indian tradition for the longest time possible, mm -hmm. right? You see your yoga gurus, your everybody else talking about giving your body that rest, giving the fasting time to your body. That's exactly what intermittent fasting is. Mm -hmm. They say, oh, you know what? You need to have three meals a day. See, I understand, okay? In the earlier times, the jobs, people's lives, the daily routine was different to what ours is. Okay, I start my day probably at nine. My dad used to start days, his day at 6 or even 4 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. He would need as many meals for the energy to be there in his body. Mm -hmm. His job was more being out there on the field, right? My brother pretty much had the same job. Mm -hmm. uh, I sit on a chair all day. I don't need, I just need that mental energy which I probably get from caffeine too. Mm -hmm. So here's, here's the thing that I realized in pandemic, okay? Um... I've struggled with uh, weight loss, uh, you know, weight gain mm -hmm. uh, post my body. I think post 28 mm -hmm. uh, is when your body starts making those weird changes. Right. Okay. And you don't even realize it. Mm -hmm. uh, that's the worst part. So whenever I tell people that, you know what, look out for your body. Because after 30, trust me, you do know, know what is happening with your body. Mm -hmm. I started feeling those changes in my body. There was a point in time when I was fat. And how you've seen me like that, right? And somehow, I don't know, the pandemic sort of changed me because during pandemic, when I had to make my own meals, I decided, listen, hey, I don't need three meals a day. Yeah. Okay, I start my day with with some water. Mm. I keep drinking water. I, I intake a lot of water. And here's the thing, guys, please drink water. And you don't need an app to remind you <laughs> uh, to drink water for yeah. starters. Your body you tells buy you. Apple watches for water my reminders. God. I mean... 
how is this a thing i don't know like okay listen your body is the most important part okay listen to your body okay so there are times okay during summers um i don't eat non vegetarian food because it doesn't suit me yeah. right uh, because i feel that generates a lot of heat in my body i start feeling it you know your body gives you those signals mm-hmm. uh, that you know when it is telling you to breathe just breathe let your body breathe mm-hmm. uh, dinners i cannot have heavy meals yeah. right um so i think during pandemic i started limiting my meals to two meals mm-hmm. I would eat my first meal at two, which would be something as basic as eggs and bread. And trust me, I eat everything, Arjun. There's nothing on the face of this earth that I do not eat. Okay, and whatever it is, vegan, non-vegan, vegetarian, non-vegetarian, to each its own, mm-hmm. right? You do you, darling. Whatever suits your body, whatever suits you. Okay, my body cannot take a lot of outside food. My body, if I eat outside one day, okay. I'd be farting all night because okay, it's 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 a thing, yeah, you know. Yeah. Your body is giving you that signal. Mm. So if there is something weird and more happening in your body, understand that. And I think when we were kids, right, we did not have that many options. Yeah, mm. I belong to a very small town. You're an army kid, right? Mm. You've traveled across. Mm. Tell me how many pizza joints are there in Jodhpur? None. We didn't even know what pizza was. We heard about it through friends and uh, <laughs> Simpsons or whatever. But yeah, yeah. we we didn't know we didn't what pizza it. was. We didn't see it. Okay, we didn't know what fries were. Mm. Okay, for us, anything that was fries, what our mom would basically just chop potatoes and fry it in oils and give us. And I think that's exactly why we are more healthier than the kids today. Yeah, you know, uh, I think obesity and all the other things. So a woman's body is made very differently to a man's body, right? Mm. uh for me i've i burnt myself so much in work that i really didn't get the time to take care of my body and that happens mm. but i think eating well is a lifestyle it's not something that i'm against dieting by the way okay Th- that's one thing i'm totally against because i don't know i read it somewhere that um, so i i follow a lot of meditation right i i meditate a lot and trust me um like my boyfriend he goes to a lot of, lot of vipassana vipassana mm-hmm. is one of those courses where you just stay silent for 10 days and trust me he's telling me the food that you get there is mind blowing mm-hmm. it's vegetarian it's not cooked in anything but salt mm-hmm. but salt and he told me shuchi the kind of food that you eat at vipassana is beautiful because you're connecting food to your body mm. you're connecting food to your mind and that's exactly what food needs okay listen it's it, whatever we're eating is living yeah right consider the fact that eating something which is dead versus eating something what's living there's a lot of difference think about the technicalities here okay plants are living vegetables are living right it's literally alive mm. okay um I know it might sound very very spiritual but that's the thing I think when I became a little spiritual spiritual when I became a little more mindful about my body about nature when I started connecting with nature is when I started cooking better food also you know you it is quite interesting you know because I've seen the changes in myself mm-hmm. like honestly I I stay away from a lot of non-vegetarian food I mean I have my days of course I eat non-vegetarian food whenever I want to as per my whims and fancies but on a normal day i would prefer a vegetarian meal over a non-vegetarian meal any day yeah. and i think it's not about you know when people say oh you need to have those little breaks and eat these many meals no dude no you know your body will tell you when you need food 
I I completely agree and I mean people are now paying nutritionists to tell them what to eat how is that a business like <laughs> you have sensors in built which will tell you how you feel at the moment that's yeah. all you need to do that's all you need that's how is this a thing and I was I was talking to a friend about this and it's it's like uh, so food is energy basically yeah. you you literally you can literally set fire to sugar and it will burn you know that's energy released mm-hmm. uh, energy stored was energy released so it, yeah it's physics so if you consume more fuel than what you burn it's going to get stored somewhere yeah. it's going to get stored on your love handles or wherever it's get stored on whoever wherever, wherever else uh, it go it gets that's the thing it needs to go and uh, are you are you familiar with uh, the rule of thirds it's no. it's fascinating okay and then i've been trying to talk to people about this okay so it says you can stay alive without oxygen for 3 minutes you can stay alive let's say you're outdoors in a jungle you can stay alive for 3 hours without shelter you can stay alive without water for 3 days i'm maybe wrong about this maybe it's 3 days or 7 days i'm not sure but it's a rule of thirds i know that much so without water for 3 days without food for 3 weeks yeah. but people are just so uncomfortable with the sensation of hunger they're like oh i'm hungry i got to eat something now and i'm like you can survive 3 weeks yeah. without it and here's the thing people say oh i get hungry i eat now here's the thing now if you're carrying a lot of weight on you you're going to need more fuel to carry that weight it's the whole rocket equation so if you want to propel this much amount of weight into outer space you carry Thank this you. much fuel yeah. so then to propel that much fuel you need more fuel <laughs> and then you end up carrying more fuel and then it's the whole thing have you heard this thing it says to accelerate a toothpick uh, to i think it's a tenth of the speed of light you need fuel which is the same mass as the entire known universe because to carry that fuel you need more fuel and more fuel and more fuel and then it becomes a whole thing so that's the thing if you don't if you have less weight to lug around you require less energy to uh, to to propel it and here's the other thing i came across this quote suji and it changed the way i see uh, food okay it's very uh, insightful it said food is fuel it's not entertainment Yeah. The, the yeah, 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 yeah. I, I, I sort of agree to that, you know, because I think the way we are sort of the way we are right now, right? Okay, a lot of people like us. Okay, we're we're thirty plus, mm-hmm. not married. Some of us are single too. There's a lot of stress that's there in our lives. Okay, we. for our parents you know we were talking about this the earlier day as well right that for our parents it was just a hustle about survival yeah. right they never really cared about mental issues or mental health issues and those kind of things right they didn't have the luxury to have mental issues they, they didn't have the, yeah. Hustling, yeah yeah they didn't have the luxury right yeah. we have that luxury so mm-hmm. i think now we're more, more mindful about you know how our mental health and stress does exist in our lives you know it does exist depression exists and the most that one thing that gives you peace or that gives you ease is food mm. because it makes you feel good about yourself there's this amount of serotonin that releases in your body after eating something nice like you said right that you know it reaches to your soul right so if something that's cooked really well it's addictive mm. okay food is really really addictive yeah. especially food from outside so that's when you see all these um, you know these menus and these logos getting changed right why burger king has pretty much red and yellow in their logos right so we've we've, we've been reading about these these stories and we've been reading about all of this you attract people to eat more food mm. trust me uh, I think my mother mm. even today 
she eats the bare minimum food. She's healthy as a horse, touch wood on that. Um, she still does most of the work in the house. She still cooks herself. Uh, we live in a duple. And uh, trust me, she manages the whole house herself. Of course, we have house help for basic stuff like a cleaning because she's too old now to you know broom and whatever but she still makes sure that she's still grinding a grinding the chutney or some sort of a paste on mm-hmm. on the most basic thing which is uh, which is made of stone mm-hmm. she's still doing that she's like i just want to keep my joints running yeah. we um, our parents would always tell us like eat ghee mm-hmm. you know it's very very important for your body you know it's it gives you that lubrication this whole facade of you know oh my god eat healthy eat vegetables eat salad no dude your body needs a healthy mix of everything but in the right quantity you just can't go on binging on things um, as a stress eating i understand fried food is not good but once in a while it doesn't do harm it's fine you know you you're not eating that daily right you're eating that once a month probably and it's okay it's okay if your body is telling you to eat it if you're craving for it don't stop yourself but don't overdo anything and that's the whole point that's the whole concept like our parents never let us overdo anything mm-hmm. and today because we have so many available options there's like zomatos and swiggies of the world and we're like oh let me just order this people are just bored in the night and they're like oh what to do and let me just order waffles yeah i hate the concept and of waffles by the way using food as entertainment not as fuel anymore not as it's fuel anymore it's, then it's fun it, it gives you that hit yeah that hit and that's what it's used for trust me like i think i order in when i really want to eat something specific like a shawarma mm-hmm. you know or maybe like like galotti kebab or maybe like a naan mm-hmm. i cannot make naan at home okay let's accept that okay and it will not be the same thing because i i'm really craving for that thing because i haven't eaten that in so long and that's when i order it not because it's entertainment for me and not when not when i've just smoked a do but you know what i am hungry mm-hmm. because i think our generation we've just become mindful of the fact that oh my god you know i just got to eat yeah anyhow and any time i just got to eat like you know you were telling me the other day that you know your mom still gets question about oh why are you still cooking and she's yeah. like when i can cook i will cook right yeah, yeah. and it's the same with my mom mm. and um, my boyfriend tells me the same thing he's like you know what even if you work tomorrow you have your own company you become a multimillion you will still cook a meal for me yeah. i think that's one thing that keeps you grounded arjun you know that being attached to your roots uh you know doing that one thing we don't do anything for ourselves anymore yeah. we don't you know it's 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 become a case of uh, it's become a case of indulgence now you know yeah. where you've stopped doing things which are good for you you just things do things that make you feel good yeah. which is a big distinction yeah and uh, i think uh, one of the things i heard uh, so i play tennis at this academy i run into a lot of kids and stuff and i've uh most of these kids are now fat okay and that's it's sad i mean i mean let's just be honest there's no two ways about it. they're fat kids okay and i'm i'm really bothered by it and i got talking with one of the guys and uh, you know things whatever the discussion went to another place and uh, a guy our age basically who has kids who is like a 6 7 year old daughter or a son i can't remember now said something like oh so we did not have these uh, avenues when we were growing up so we want our kids to enjoy that means he what he meant was i want to take my kids out to fancy meals and mcdonalds and burger kings and i'm like bro that's a that's unhealthy that's not a good thing you want to get them indulged like there's a football academy by fc barcelona not 5 kilometers put your kid there <laughs> that's a better outlook and that's a better use of your time than 
uh, having a fat kid and feeding him McDonald's three times a day. I mean, come on, that that's terrible. What are people doing? And yes, I understand that it's a luxury. But again, with luxury, the thing is overindulgence always hits you back. It's it's not a good thing to overindulge. And honestly, Arjun, I think uh, I still, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'll turn 34. I still have the option and the liberty. Okay, I don't have kids to feed, right? Mm. Um, for an average 34-year-old, I still have a lot of disposal income, right? Mm. I still make my own burgers at home. Yeah. Can you beat that? Yeah, it's the most easiest thing to do. At least I know what's going in there, mm. you know? And I think that's the problem because it's just the way we're conditioned, yeah. okay? Every time you, you just, you know, whenever my brother was getting married, uh, this woman... He was obviously meeting a lot of women and they were like, no, no, we can't cook, we can't cook. He's like, I can cook, bro. That's mm. not even the point of discussion here. I don't know why is that's made such a big deal in our societies that, you know, oh, you're a woman, you're supposed to be cooking. You're a man, you're supposed to be doing this. No. Mm -hmm. Everybody is supposed to do everything. Yeah. It's nothing has to be gender specific anymore. Yeah. And I think that's where the problem lies, you know, because most of the male males in the house do not know how to cook mm -hmm. women if they're working they're like oh you know what we're too tired to cook we cannot cook you know it's fine you know just get some help just at least make that one meal i still have house help to basically cut and chop things for me right but i still make sure i manage a house all by myself i have plants i have other things i have a house help who helps me with basic stuff but I make sure that this one thing that I do myself. I don't even have house. I still, I still do it, but okay, I don't have a job or whatever. I mean, like, I despite your corporate things and your kids to manage and a lot of other things, see, you... Okay, you got to train your partner also. Yeah, well, yeah, that's the whole thing. Yeah. That's the whole thing. Like, you got to tell him that, you know, how it's important for him to realize that, you know, it's... Everything is not supposed to be one person's job. No, it's not. I've seen most of my... My brother cooks, dude. Yeah. Like, my sister-in-law, she's, she's, she's good with cooking. But we tell her that, listen, it's fine. Mm -hmm. Like, if you don't like it, just don't do it. My brother likes it. He cooks good. She's like, listen, as much as I try, it just doesn't come out well. I'm like... Well, it's a learning curve. It's a learning curve, Rome, yeah. Rome wasn't built in a day. But say. it's not like, no, it's never like a pressure on her that, oh, you know what, you have to do it. My brother does it. Yeah. I mean, big shit, right? Yeah. It's 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 completely all right for you to... But that doesn't mean you're going to put your kids in a well. Mm -hmm. That doesn't mean... Okay, I have a nephew, he's two years old. He still doesn't know the taste of a chocolate. Okay. Yeah, he doesn't know the taste of a chocolate. Well, I would because say that's rare for these days. Yeah, it is. Yeah. And, and I mean, my brother and my sister-in-law, I must give it to them for their parenting because... Mm -hmm. They've just done such a brilliant job in making their kids, making their kid understand what's natural, what's not natural. So even if it goes out somewhere, if anybody offers a chocolate, they just say that, no, we're not going to offer him a chocolate at, at this moment. Because it's pretty normal for a two-year-old kid to have a chocolate. Mm. But okay, look at the side effects of it, yeah. right? For sweet, he probably eats a banana, yeah. right? Which is great. I mean, uh, which is amazing. Mm. Uh, my mom makes these besan ki barfi at home, mm -hmm. okay, which is gram flour. Mm -hmm. uh, he eats like a pinch of that, which we know is healthy because mm -hmm. it's made at home. You know, it's gram, gram flour, it's protein with some, with some ghee in it, which is amazing. And he also eats like a little bit of it, like a tad bit of it. And I think that's what parents need to understand. Yeah. You know, that for your kids, and my God, he's a, he's a beautiful kid. 
he's so active mm-hmm. he started speaking already he runs like babu bhaiya and how like he runs mm-hmm. he's very very smart he's sharp he's he's not moody at all we also need to understand that how you know these junk foods and other thing affect our moods also yeah. right and that's what the gurus and everybody else people who talk about mindfulness actually say that you are what you eat yeah. right uh, you consume something which is very oily which is very shitty it will come on your face mm-hmm. you eat non vegetarian food sometimes you become aggressive you know you eat a lot of sweet dude it will come on your body so you are what you eat you are forcing the generation into eating something which is unhealthy which is not nice for their body it's gonna cause them a lot of pain in the longer run we see so many 30 year olds dying of heart attacks mm. how is that healthy okay i i got myself checked the other day i am healthy as a horse everything is normal at normal levels my skin breathes you know i i mean i'm i'm my liver is great uh, i used to drink like a fish though but mm-hmm. now i don't because my body is telling me not to yeah. so listen to your body accept what your body is telling you to do and cooking is exactly the same you don't have to go all out you don't have to put 2 liters of oil into making a chicken no you cannot you should not yeah. use heavy utensils i i'm totally with you and here's the thing like this this is this is science if you eat something heavy uh, your body requires energy to process and digest all of that and that in fact slows you down even more right so uh that's that's another thing like feeding yourself is one thing and then eating right is the other thing like for instance i i we were talking the other day i had uh, i asked you I have 12 apples in my fridge for some reason because i didn't know i had apples and i ordered more apples and now i have 12 now i don't know what to do with it and we are discussing what do we do what do we do i don't want to bake i don't have the equipment for baking so what do i do you know what i did i sliced them uh, sliced up all the apples i bought uh, sprouts threw in some sprouts in there in the bowl mm-hmm. threw in some dry fruits sprinkled some honey mixed it up nicely made a nice bowl i ate that for two days Lovely. breakfast for two days was set and that was it it's apples and sprouts and, and i was full and it tastes good and it's good for me yeah. and nobody had to die so it's all good <laughs> it's all good now suji here's the other thing uh i think it's this uh food has been westernized yeah mm-hmm. and the the instagram culture has become such that if you're not eating f- fancy fettuccine pasta or yeah. whatever instagramable whatever you're not living the the high life <laughs> uh i remember i think it was a couple of years ago i had this weird dry cough and i just wouldn't go away and i didn't know what to do about it and finally somebody gave me a powder it's it's some south indian concoction okay it's 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 legit and he said take this powder mix it with hot water and just keep drinking it till your cough goes away i'm like okay i've tried literally i've tried medicine i've tried cough syrups i've tried everything this is not working so i tried this powder and it worked you know what it had it had dried ginger dried it had jaggery it had uh, i think it had sauf in it it had fenugreek leaf it was all there that every day that's the thing like we were robbed for spices couple hundred years ago and now it's the west telling us that oh you don't need to put all the spice and now eating that food those spices the turmeric is so good for you it's they they they've i heal my body 
boyfriend with turmeric yeah and they they tell us you don't need this food and it's uncool to eat this way and eat yeah. with your hands and eat this it's way and this way yes to eat with your hands but that's the thing it's the yeah. westernization of food and now people being what people are and the whole instagram generation if you eat what classic indian food is which is actually good for you you're not cool anymore yeah. so it's been stigmatized and that's that's terrible but uh, yeah i mean okay so i think we basically covered all topics on my list so chi you got something to add please go ahead i have a lot of things to add so <laughs> you were telling me about that cough you had right so you you know how i always eat fenugreek and jaggery post my meals how i have that little box yeah. in my house where i have fenugreek and jaggery you know that jaggery is homemade Oh no way. Yeah. Okay. It comes from a source mm-hmm. where um my mom, okay, she, she got me that from a village, mm-hmm. okay? And they make that at home because jaggery used to be made there. I use jaggery in my day-to-day routine. Yeah. I live off jaggery. Mm-hmm. Okay? Whenever I have cough, okay? So my mother, my mother is very natural, dude. I should just give her like an award for being <laughs> natural, okay? So is my boyfriend's mother, right? Mm-hmm. You know, she is also the same. Mm-hmm. This other day, so both these women, okay, they keep giving me stuff which is natural. So my mother actually gave me turmeric, which was um, grinded raw turmeric. Mm-hmm. So she got the raw turmeric, gr- uh, dried it, and grinded it. The other day, my boyfriend and I, we sort of got into some uh, some accident, and he had a little injury on his head. Mm-hmm. Dude, if I would have taken him to the ER or uh, or somewhere else, they would have given him stitches. Yeah. I literally put that turmeric on his head, and he is healed. Wow. He is healed. My mother healed herself. So many bruises. I heal my bruises with that turmeric. That's it. You do not need anything else. Mm-hmm. Trust me. I sometimes use gram flour and that turmeric on my face mm-hmm. uh, in the summers to keep it to let it breathe. Yeah. The more natural you are, the better it is for your body. And I don't understand why do people not understand that. The other day I had cough. Okay, mm-hmm. what my mother told me to do. She's like just take some honey. She put some ginger. She's like drink that and she put some pepper. Yeah. You know. You you know I I I suggested you the other day how to use that not the grinded pepper that you mm-hmm. buy off from the market but yeah. get pepper corns and actually mm-hmm. just crush that fresh pepper. I I literally had 2 3 spoons of it and my cough was gone. Yeah. It was gone. Mm-hmm. People just and imagine like okay so I made it a rule mm-hmm. a few years back especially during covid that I will stop eating anything. that's off um, from packets so now you see i don't even have sausages at my home mm-hmm. i do not get salamis at home i do not get anything that's basically packaged i do not eat muesli by the way okay i do not i anything that's packed in a container mm-hmm. okay there are preservatives yeah and that's the most unhealthy shit ever mm-hmm. okay i don't get those burger bun patties by the way if i have to make a burger i make an egg burger mm-hmm. simple okay i of course i cannot eliminate that from my cooking because you need packaged food sometimes mm-hmm. or packaged masalas at least i cannot basically grind everything at home right but try minimizing it yeah. you know i've seen a lot of my friends basically just eating sausages for dinner bro it's unhealthy mm-hmm. do not do that to yourself you really want to eat something eat some rice and dal for dinner mm-hmm. that's healthier you know if you want to eat something with it eat an egg with it mm-hmm. you know just do that I mean I understand like a lot of people would have their apprehensions about egg because dairy this that this that just just listen you know what we're living in a capitalist world right 
everybody will have their rights and wrongs to a lot of things but mm. having said that i'm just saying that you know look out for what you're eating mm. right um don't this processed meat is the worst thing you can do to yourself it's the worst thing that you can do to yourself you know you you you, you don't know when it's packed mm. right you don't know when what goes in there mm. right it's not like dal mm. you know max you're going to eat a stone we've done that a lot when we were kids yeah that's true yeah, yeah max will eat his dirt in dal you know which is fine dude which is fine we've eaten a lot of dirt when we were kids it's, yeah. it won't harm you it won't kill you for sure mm. right but the other processed meat can definitely kill you yeah. sooner or later yeah so suchi let's uh, let's summarize what we've been talking about for the past 56 minutes and then some it's been a long episode <laughs> so yes to all the bros and sisters out there who are apprehensive about cooking uh, what you need to do is what you need to know first of all is a you don't need a full size kitchen you can make do with very very little b uh, here's the biggest thing a you're getting good food and the second thing is you you saving so much money let's say you're eating three meals a day outside all the time it's unhealthy and it's expensive you don't need to spend that kind of money and yes okay it's fine to indulge every now and then i mean i have the odd uh, cravings and i've been known to order a belgian waffle at 9:30 in the night just because because there's no reason i'm not saying do not indulge at all i'm saying keep your indulgence in check every now and then you know just uh, and it's very very easy like in the words of uh, jeremy clarkson how hard can it be it's not that difficult once you set your mind to something it can be done just figure out a basic recipe start small start with a basic dal nothing fancy don't go making kalotti kebabs like we've been mentioning all day don't go making kalotti kebabs on the first like this say when you pick up a guitar you don't play guns and roses on the first day you start with chords you start with scales you got to pick it up it's a process it's a learning curve so got to do that got to eat healthy it's and okay to burn your food. So going to burn your food. I've been burned multiple times with hot oil. Yeah, I've made mistakes. I've okay, I've not had a kitchen fire yet, but thank God, uh, we're not going to get there. Uh but yeah, I mean, what's the worst experiment? Learn, teach yourself. It's all there. What people watch master chef by the millions and they don't cook. Are you kidding me? What's that about? People who watch master chef don't go and cook. I have never watched master chef in my entire life, by the way. <laughs> I don't know what that's about. But anyway, and if you think you have a time constraint cook in a quantity which which will last you for a couple of days it's not that difficult dedicate and i kid you not suchi i'm not bragging here i can make a meal from start to scratch in an hour same 1 hour you've seen me and that's it now it's now it's mechanized like i set the dal in the cooker to boil and then i start dicing my vegetables by the time that's done i put it on low flame put the lid on dal starts boiling by then you've got your tadka ready you put in your jeera and your tomato and your pyaaz you cook that get a ginger garlic paste if you don't want to dice ginger and garlic get a paste get onion paste get tomato puree it'll work everything will work take shortcuts if you don't want to get your hands in there in the in the aata or whatever get uh, you you know you can buy frozen parathas also you can buy frozen rotis it's not that difficult i get it i get it but the point is the point is if you want to take shortcuts here and there avenues are available yeah if you don't want to sit and dice uh, freaking like the other day i was telling you i'll never make methi again because it took so much time you said just buy dice just buy uh, plucked methi chopped methi it's there it's on uh, blinkit zomato the whole shebang it's there <laughs> so there are shortcuts to be taken and 
see what works for you and start cooking uh, it's not that difficult it's not even that time consuming and here's the thing i do dishes like twice a week once but right after i cook because that's when all the things are in the sink and once later in the week where the utensils have kind of sort of the plates and the you know the bowls have piled up a bit so that's twice a week it's not even that much effort and here's what i do about cooking now i put on a podcast my hands are working but my brain is elsewhere so now it's almost therapeutic where and this i do the same with dishes i put on a podcast or i put on music and i yeah. i'm just in a different place but my hands are working and that's just a it's a good place to be and that's a that's an enjoyable experience now so i think i've summarized everything so you got any last words anything you want to add to this uh for our beloved listeners you've been an amazing uh, guest i would say but anything else you want to add uh, final final words i think just go there and test what you have in you you know you don't have to be sanjeev kapoor mm-hmm. you do not have to be a master chef just start with the basic like arjun mentioned you know just just start with the basic like he said i literally make a whole meal in an hour yeah. which is for three or four people mm-hmm. by the way so it's not that difficult just just see whatever suits you the most test your palates the kitchen is yours yeah. you know so it's not necessarily important that you have to go all all fancy oh my god and there's no right or wrong to food dude yeah, nothing right or wrong just like whatever you want and here's the thing what what i i know my cooking is good for me because i put a lot of i don't make it a lot like very spicy i know it's good for me but when i have people coming over i just order in <laughs> do that yeah. cook for yourself don't you don't have to put on a buffet for people unless you are in a catering business or whatever but if you're good at it might, might as well but if your cooking is good for yourself it's good for yourself yeah. if you have people coming order in do whatever, do whatever. so simplify and utilize good time management utilize good skills they teach these things in business school i mean come on everybody's an mba these days i mean come on this is basic stuff that's the thing right really is it uh, <laughs> i mean most of the th- See that's what they teach in MBA mm-hmm. but those are the people who are most fucked up. <laughs> I don't, I don't yeah, know. I wouldn't know. I don't have You know MBA. because you know that's when the people have most of the disposable income so they basically just want to travel the world etc 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 dude if you not have your health at your disposal how will you live longer and travel the world? Yeah. You know, so that's when people just order in. So this other day, my friend shared a screenshot of his tomato mm-hmm. that you know I spent this much. I'm like, that's nothing to be proud of. Yeah. Why are you sharing the screenshot of tomato that you've spent almost like four or five lakh rupees? What really? Yeah, and I was amazed. I'm like, on wow. What? On what? I, I freaking don't know, but yes, he did, and I'm like, what? Do you know how cheap a meal costs you at home? You know, I mean. and trust me it's it's tasty weekly groceries only for dal and vegetables it it's less than 1000 bucks yeah much less much less 1000 is an is an overestimate tomatoes <laughs> 25 bucks let's say lady finger 20 another 20 30 bucks do you can always choose the seasonal vegetables seasonal which are more cheaper yeah. like spinach you're getting for 15 rupees a bunch yeah It's so cheap. You get a 500 gram pack of dal, which is 250, 200 bucks. I don't know what, but lasts for six months. A while. A while. Trust me, I've been getting. I I get a lot of fenugreek, right? This whole week has been about fenugreek. Yeah. Because there's just so much fenugreek. I'm making fenugreek panathas, fenugreek puris, fenugreek ka sabzi. Mm. Everything is just bloody fenugreek. And trust me, it's nice. It's seasonal. Just enjoy the seasonal vegetables that you're getting. Yeah. I mean why do you want to eat all the pastas of the world okay i get it it's easier but mm. 
it's i mean it's not that difficult just enjoy whatever seasonal you have you have the liberty of staying in a city like a delhi or a bombay where you get those vegetables you know mm. it's not that expensive either we still get cheaper vegetables here mm. so just make use of it you don't need to put zucchinis in your broccoli is because oh my god it's healthy avocados. dirt avocados yeah, what's the what's the deal with avocados why is such a sudden thing because it's called a superfood no there's an avocado cartel now <laughs> <laughs> I literally had to cough on that. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I, 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 I heard about this. Like, I, I heard Mexican cartels and I, I don't know if it's real or not. No, no, they realized like co- the demand for cocaine is like, okay, it's, it's stagnating. It is stagnant. But now the, the millennials, the Gen Zers, they want avocados like avocados crazy. Is there they want cocaine. everywhere. Yeah. So they're now growing avocado and they're shipping it uh, back and forth. And now it's a cartel. It's an avocado cartel. I'm serious. I'll send you the episode. Oh my but but yeah anyway point uh, basically if I can leave you with anything Wait, how many superfoods did we actually eat when we were growing up and we turned out pretty well I, I didn't hear the word superfood till couple years ago yeah me neither it wasn't a thing me neither it's, ma- my it's just marketing my mother just told us to eat I blame, bloody greens I blame marketing for everything They're just it's capitalism and marketing for everything my mother only told us to eat our bloody greens all yeah. the time and here's the thing that's the focus is now on the image yeah. and less on the quality which yeah. which is why we are in a situation like this anyway this is a very interesting point so the other day um there's a friend of uh, um used to be a friend of mine okay and she's uh, when i was talking to her you know her mm-hmm. when i was talking to her the other day and she's telling me oh you know what this other friend of ours her she's met this really cool guy and he makes these really nice dishes with avocados and stuff I'm like I cook fucking good food dude I cook bloody good food why do people not talk about me like that that oh my god you know you make some amazing aloo puri no, I do I yeah do. I mean like I it's do. only you who do that <laughs> I, or maybe like you know what should you make some brilliant parathas hmm. or you know what should you 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 make some great pasta I mean I make every sort of dishes hmm. but I don't make those feta cheese salads or something which requires only chopping which is my point the westernization of food like. yeah like avocados what are you doing with it yeah. like there was this episode about with Gordon Ramsay you know where there's this woman who comes and serves salad mm. and he's like what's cooked in there she's like oh I, I, I uh, roasted the walnuts <laughs> bro this is exactly why I like this guy you know because that's not cooking guys Mm. that is not cooking that's just basically cutting your vegetables and if that sails your boat please go ahead and do it Mm. but just do it yourself you know Uh, you don't have to really like I don't know why is this like avocados become the whole fancy thing nowadays Mm. like why has this this feta cheese has become the new in thing these days Mm -hmm. I I don't know dude I, I serve survived on Malai dude yeah. and I turned out pretty well I, I was a player I was I was a physically fit student I was a runner I can still run I can still trek I can still do a lot of things all my friends who are into these superfoods and stuff like that and this healthy avocados they can't run for a mile yeah. Yeah. I mean they cannot do the basic household chore that they're supposed to do mm. they cannot party like me <laughs> <laughs> nobody can party like you bro I'm 34 and I still yeah. party like nobody else mm. like there's no tomorrow mm. I am the last man standing always and trust me my body is still very healthy because I actually take all my food very very properly the ghees in your body the oils in your body olive oil doesn't give you anything mm. when am I gonna explain people this yeah. 
well i hope they i hope they listen to this episode and make some changes hallelujah <laughs> but uh, uh the last words i can leave you with is just give it a try try yeah. cooking give it a try you might like it you might not like it and his my issue with ordering all the time okay yes it's unhealthy it's expensive blah 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 xyz the biggest complaint i have is the amount of plastic packaging oh that that goes into Insane. everything now yes we have a whole movement single use plastic is banned there's, there's, there's so much literature so much talk nothing changes mm-hmm. you order once and it's just plastic 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 everywhere and that is why okay you know how they say you don't have to do everything perfectly but you have to do a lot of people have to do something imperfectly so that's why i've limited my ordering in for the weekends and on the weekends i order once on a saturday which lasts me till sunday so you order once yeah. yes there is some plastic i agree it's my fault but i've limited it to one day a week not yeah, seven days a week stuff, yeah. yeah so take care of the environment take care of yourself yes, we started doing you know every yeah. time we we go out in a car mm. when we're traveling right so uh so vikrant is very like vikrant is very mindful of these things okay mm. so we have this one plastic bottle and now i've ordered this one copper bottle mm. so sometimes copper is not nice also because it's in the car and it just heats up really bad so there's this one plastic bottle that we keep for the car mm. and that's been going on for a very long time now because he he always gets it up mm. so whenever we're traveling we never buy bottles from outside we always carry our own water bottle which is like a copper water bottle or something else mm. and that's exactly why we even don't order in a lot because i just look at the amount of plastic and i'm like wow that's that's insane that's crazy and second we don't even like um, you know outside meals as much mm-hmm. no matter what he's always like well, you know what let's just cook at home like yeah. that's always better you know so every time even we see this the amount of plastic the amount of paper that's being used these days you know in the name of and i see these fancy as mm-hmm. packings and i'm like wow it's still garbage it's still no but you know now they've started using the other thing they start giving jars and the, mm-hmm. of, of course the restaurant becomes more expensive the food might be terrible mm-hmm. but they have these fancy jars so i do this also you know so i i sort of reuse everything now mm-hmm. so whatever jars i get or whatever water bottles and i get i just use that in the house i get these small small water bottles or small bottles where they give this flavored milk or whatever mm-hmm. i put my plants in it now yeah and yeah, yeah. I, i keep it I every told you that. yeah i i know i know yes you did yes you did. but you know it's good it's you know good. because somewhere you're not just take care of things you know just just mm-hmm. take care of things around you you know this environment this nature is not going to last for a very very long time you know you know you know what i found out yesterday You know how this you everyone's heard this you need to drink 8 liters of water a day. No, you don't. You know you know who came up with this? It was the bottled water industry. So that yeah, it, this is no a water. fact. I heard this on the Skeptics Guide to the Universe podcast, the one which is last week. You can hear it. And this is what it is. The bottled water industry said wow. you need 8 liters per day, so you need to buy 8 of these bottles, 8 of my bottles. Because in the western culture that's what they buy of. Yeah. And doesn't matter what plastic yeah. or whatever, they've yeah. not changed their packaging at all. Coke has not changed their plastic yeah. bottles because of course it sells so it gets money. They don't give a they don't give a damn. But that's what I'm saying. That's the world we live in. Yeah. But everybody's being fooled. So do not get carried away by western influences about these things. We never buy plastic water bottles anymore. Yeah. So what we do is mm. whenever we uh, so you would have seen in my house, right? We have alcohol bottles as our water bottles now. Yeah. You've I, seen I've you see you've seen I I put water in my Bombay Sapphire and my <laughs> Hendrix bottle and everything else, right? Because see 
you don't have to throw these things off right you don't need to buy plastic bottles anymore one i don't like it because plastic is not good for your body yeah. second you get these alcohol bottles where you don't have a reducer just mm-hmm. use it yeah it's fine you Can don't you remove the reducer in most of them yeah yeah if some something i mean genuinely and i use that water bottle for a very long period of time and when i know there is some sort of algae which is coming at the bottom i use it as my plant keeper and with plastics again staying on plastic uh you you don't have microplastic seeping into your food and your water because now yeah. microplastics have entered the ecosystem and god knows what what that's going to do none of us know anyway we've digressed quite a bit suchi yeah but uh <laughs> wow so yeah passing thoughts give cooking a try it's not that difficult you're talking to two people who live alone with busy lives who do all their cooking themselves it's it's rewarding it's good it it's a sense of accomplishment it's a very necessary skill tomorrow if the world you know gets hit by an asteroid or there's another pandemic god forbid but and you buy yourself you look at the over reliance somebody will bring me my food i mean couple thousand years ago that wasn't a thing people people were hunter gatherers for such a long time they managing their own thing but now we've just become like we press some buttons and food shows up that's just like yeah that's what we've become now capitalism yeah man anyway suchi pleasure having you thank It you so much it's been my pleasure arjun <laughs> thank you so much it was a fantastic episode we'll i would love to have you on another subsequent episode where we talk about literally anything else under the awesome. sun we will do that So thank you so much and thanks to our listeners for staying in for another like an hour oh, wow an hour and 12 minutes oh wow, man we went bonkers <laughs> All righty so guys thank you for staying tuned and we will see you on the next one bye bye